Hey, I'm Sam. And I'm Jared. And welcome to Culture Catch-Up, everybody's favorite pop culture podcast where we catch up on some culture we somehow missed. Whether a movie or TV show, we explain why one of us hasn't seen it, discuss whether it's held up over time, and chat about why we loved it or sometimes hated it. Stick around until the end of the episode for everybody's favorite segment, Who's Who's Hotter? Hotter? (laughs) And don't forget to subscribe to Culture Catch-Up wherever podcasts are available and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CatchUpCulture. Hey, Jarrett. Hi. What's What's up? We'll do our our new segment first. What's been entertaining you this week? Oh, okay, okay. Before we jump in. To our main topic of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, let's see. What's entertaining me this week? Well, I think... I think it was on the last episode I said I was about to finish Star Wars Rebels. Yes, and I yes. did. I finally finished it. And? It was great. Like it's Rewatch? Oh, for sure. I mean, it's Star Wars content. So, yes, it's sure. going to be rewatched <laughs> for sure. But it's one of those things where I was like, I don't know why. It ended. I was like, why did it take me so long to watch this? Yeah. And there's not really a good reason other than the fact that I'm just really slow at watching TV yeah, shows. Yeah, you really are. Even if it is something that I love. <laughs> yeah. And I know I said that last week, too. But it was really good. It wrapped up some things. There are some surprises in it that... From that pulled from old Star Wars Expanded Universe that I didn't really know about that were going to be in it. So that was really cool to see. And Wait, things you didn't know were going to be in it or yeah. things you didn't know? It was one... Like, did you... Are you saying you learned things? No, or things just, I didn't oh, know okay. were going to be in it. Got it was it. just like some some callbacks to things from the Expanded Universe that, you know, Disney had decanonized and now it was like bringing them back into the canon and I was like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> You're like speaking a different language. And so <laughs> it was very exciting to see all that. So I really loved how it wrapped up. All the characters were great in it and so yeah it was so fantastic you, you'd show. highly recommend highly it recommend as well Star Wars that's fun uh, it's on Disney plus and then since I finished that I kind of like did some soul searching about what I wanted to start next <laughs> okay but we really did have to do some soul searching and we like, both really needed new shows and yeah. we're kind of struggling to find what we want to watch next I know it's hard because I mean Rebels was four seasons long and I feel like I started it not long before we went before I went to Japan Oh, so over a year ago. So over a year ago, it took me to watch the show. And so... See, guys, he's very very slow. slow. I'm very slow. And so... (laughs) It's easy for us to feel overwhelmed by entertainment options. And so then I'm moving... I moved on to something else. Uh, I did do some soul searching. Some things that have been recently coming out. Although I had... Oh, wait. Take that back. I did binge watch last weekend. I binge watched WandaVision Mm -hmm. and got caught up on that because I had been behind. And that's been really good too. And not to there the was a big spoiler that we were afraid you were going to not be able to avoid. So right. you watched it all. Which I gotta say, it was a cool. It was a cool thing when I got to that point. Again, won't spoil it. But I was also like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, WandaVision is really good. I, it's just it's not clicking with me quite as strongly as like Mandalorian. And well, and was. Marvel is it. I like Marvel, you're like but it's number, not. Yeah, yeah, you're number but one. It's not. It's not. It doesn't hold a candle to Star Wars. Sure, of course. Um, but speaking then, of candles and Star Wars, that oh yeah, is a, that's gonna that's gonna that's perfectly a great transition tease in. into what today's episode <laughs> is. But we'll get there. But then, um, other than that, other than Wandavision, since that is a weekly release, I am catching up on Lovecraft Country because ah. that has been very interesting to me about what that show's about and everything. And I've watched two episodes of it so far. And, and how is it? It's real good. Is it is it for me? No, I, I, I kind of so. thought when it started it might be, but then there was a lot of blood. No, not really. Even that as much. It is just very. It's set in the 1950s. Uh, even in, like in the description of the show says it's 1950s Jim Crow America. Sure. So it's very a lot of racism, right? A lot of heavy stuff like that, and it's just I know. Is it like murder? What is it? It's kind of like a. It's supernatural for sure. 
And oh, which, it's, yeah. which then by the end of the second episode, when that stuff really kicked in, mm-hmm. I was just like, okay. I think at first I was like, you'd be, you'd be in this, right? Because well, it I is, thought so too because of the time period and all that stuff. And I just, right. I just and who's in it and, and who's everything. in it. But then once the supernatural stuff really started kicking into gear, I was like, nah, she, she'd be gone. <laughs> okay, she'd be good done. to know. But, but I do really, I've really enjoyed the two episodes I've watched so far. So I'm excited and to finish that one up. There's not new episodes coming out, right? The season is done. Season's done. And I think it's only eight, ten episodes. So, so you still have I quite should a ways. be able to get through that quickly. <laughs> well, we'll see. Faster than Rebels. We'll see. We'll see. But what about you? What's been entertaining you? Well, while you were binge watching WandaVision, as you know, mm-hmm. I was binge watching Younger. Um, that uh, TV Land show I was talking about, Sutton Foster, Hillary Duff. Uh, I binge watched it real fast. <laughs> you, on the other hand, had no problem finishing a show very quickly, and I'm done with it. And I <laughs> loved it. I think I'm the perfect age for it. Uh, and it was just really fun. I was really sad to see it end. I didn't want it to be over. I wanted more. Yeah, that more. always sucks when you finish a show that you want more of. Yeah, and there is one more season. It doesn't start airing until this summer, so I have some time. Oh, well, at least it's not done done. Yeah, I've got I've got one more. And then, um, like I said, I, I don't know what I'm watching next. I tried a couple of things. What did I try? Un, something oh, un- I tried something called Unreal, Unreal that was like a fake Bachelor thing that I thought was going to be funny because of who was in it, and it was not funny, so I immediately <laughs> stopped it. And then I started something else. I watched one episode of something. I don't remember what that was. I don't was. remember either. It doesn't matter, obviously, because I didn't like it. So I'm back to HBO's Legendary, um, which is like a real life ball show, which obviously we could go down a whole bunch of tangents on that <laughs> to even explain what that is. But I got really into Pose last year, of course, as you know. Right which is about like the New York ballroom scene um, in the seventies and eighties and legendary is something that HBO is doing right now. That's currently like real actual ballroom shows with real actual ballroom families. And I, I started it last year uh, during a quarantine thing and then I just kind of dropped it. And anyway, I've, I think I might go back to it. Jamila Jamil is the quote unquote host, which she got a lot of flack for because she has nothing to do with the ballroom scene. Mm-hmm. And she's just kind of annoying. So I don't know how far I'm going to make it. But oddly enough, the reason I did pick it back up was because one of the guest judges was a character from Younger. Oh, there you go. So World's just, colliding. I'm obsessed with that person now and <laughs> can't get enough of them. Anyway, that's what's been entertaining us. We are both kind of in need of a show, though. Yeah. So we would love recommendations. Yeah. I have a couple. It's just like. I couldn't figure out how what I wanted to go because I mean yeah. I was like, do I want to go? Because my I've been highly recommended the show The Last Kingdom was one that has been told to me that I need to go watch. What is that? It's a medieval show, oh. which I'm obviously very much into. Sure, but then I was like, having finished Star Wars, I was kind of like, oh maybe I do want to do that. Or but then I also kind of thought about jumping to Chernobyl, Chernobyl because mm. of a you know like a Good more old like depressing grounded show. real life show. But then I decided, nah, screw it. I'm not done with sci-fi and fantasy yet. So back to Lovecraft Country. Chernobyl maybe is too real for right now. <laughs> That's true. Maybe too so. scary. During a uh, global pandemic, isn't the time to watch things about true life about things? Nuclear that, fallout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't need any more death in everyday life yeah, that was real. It. So anyway, we are both looking for recommendations. Now that we've done that, we've got that out of the way. What's been entertaining us? Let's talk about this week's episode. This week. I am catching Jarrett up on Rent. Rent. 
This is a big That's one, a very, guys. A very big one, but also a very the shortest title ever. Anticlimactic title yeah, to have to say together. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a very big episode for this household. I don't know how we've been together ten years, and I haven't made you sit through all two and a half hours of rent, something like that. I don't know how long it is. Um, but it's a very important show to me. Right. It's one you've always talked about. Yes. Um, I have a lot of feelings about it. It conjures up a lot of emotions in me. <laughs> and it's been a really long time. We're obviously going to watch the movie version. Mm-hmm. Can't go see it on stage right now. I So it's been a really long time since I've watched the movie version. It came out in 05. And I honestly probably haven't watched it since 07 maybe. I don't oh, know. Wow, it's been really? a very long time. Yeah. Um, well, I guess that makes sense because... If you had watched it since we'd been together, you, you probably would have said it. like, hey, I need you to watch this. With yeah, me. So, exactly. <laughs> so it uh, came out in 05, oddly enough, directed by Chris Columbus, which is the Home Alone director. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that when it came out in 05. That really blew my mind when I found that out. It just doesn't seem to line up. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know directors can be varied, but yeah, comedy to a heavy i mean like a 90s kid classic like that yeah. to a broadway to show a broadway show anyway. movie version of a broadway show he's got range yes obviously big range uh stars rosario dawson who i know you're very excited to see i am tay diggs idina menzel i did not know tay diggs was in this yes he's one of the originating characters really wait so he was that's what's cool about the movie most of the cast in the movie are the original actors from the show okay Secondary point, I did not know Tay Diggs was on Broadway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, had no idea. You're going to see him. He's very good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you, do you know him from much? Other than like Tay Diggs? Okay, this is probably going to be, hot let me du- I'm going to double check myself. Yeah, I mean, I know who he is, but I want to say the only other thing I know or seen him in is this Christian Bale, Sean Bean movie. And you know that he was married to Idina Menzel, right? No, I didn't. They were a couple for a very long time and have babies together. What am I thinking of? Yeah. Yeah. He was in this uh, Christian Bale, Sean Bean movie, Equilibrium. Oh, okay. That that is pretty good. But that's the only thing I've seen him in. uh, uh, That I can think of off the top of my head. I'm pretty sure you've seen him in more and you just don't realize it. While you're reading the rest of the cast, I'll look through his. Okay. Well, I want to, I kind of, hmm, here's the thing. (laughs) I think a lot of these notes are going to make more sense once you've seen it. Okay. So I don't want to go too far in. So um, what I do want to tell you though, is that we're going to watch the movie. Obviously it's the film version of the stage show, which, you know, has won like a quabillion Tonys and I'm pretty sure it has a Pulitzer. Um, so it's about Bohemians in the East Village of New York City struggling with life, love, and AIDS and the impacts that they have on America. So it's actually based on, and I think this is super interesting, and I feel like you're definitely not going to know this, but it's actually based on an opera from the 1800s called oh. La Boheme. Oh. Jonathan Larson used that as like a, I mean, he didn't copy the story but right. it was about like artists living in a city struggling through the plague so he you know kind of like brought it Adapted up to times to and yeah and i know i was telling you about this the other day but this is the show where jonathan larson you know of course spent years writing it and then died um the morning of the first preview oh, in wow. 1996 so he never even got to see it totally come to fruition and then that first preview ended up being like a solemn table read that was kind of a memorial to him 
Well, and that's impressive then and very cool that like it has done so well and been so culturally impactful and just like Oh, absolutely. And, you know, one of the more famous Broadway shows that, you know, that it's lived on in that way. Also, he died of some like weird freak heart thing, I believe. Okay, I had to look it up because there's too many details to remember and I can't. But yes, he died of an aortic dissection, which they think was caused by Marfan syndrome that he had not yet been diagnosed with. So he didn't even know he had this thing. Oh, wow. So kind of like a freak thing. I feel like he went to the hospital like a couple days before and they sent him home because he was feeling better and then he just died. Wow. Isn't that terrible? That is. One more thing about Jonathan Larson. He wrote something else called Tick, Tick, Boom that now... Everybody's favorite, Lin-Manuel Miranda, is turning into a movie that I think is supposed to come out on Netflix this year. So we'll get a little more Jonathan Larson action this year. Cool. So like I said, I feel like a lot of my notes will make more sense after you. Like I don't want to spell out all these names to you and you not know what I'm talking about. Right. Okay. So let's uh, maybe save the notes for after. Let's go watch it. Sounds good. Oh, wait. What do you know about it? Uh, literally nothing. Like Sweet. I, I knew Rosario Dawson is in it. Mm-hmm. And I knew 525,600 minutes. <laughs> What's that song? I've never heard it before. <laughs> it's like, wow, you spoiled it. <laughs> referenced in everything you've ever seen. Uh, funny enough, the, probably the, first time, the first time that I probably heard the song, yes, was because of the office. Oh, that makes sense. Reference, yeah. Um, when Michael's leaving. But um, Great scene. yeah, very good. But no, I don't, I don't even think when I saw that, I was like, what's that from? Oh. I just thought it was just some like random song they decided to sing <laughs> or something. It just song. totally went over my head. <laughs> Obviously, you know, in the years past since seeing that episode for the first time, I learned that, oh, that's from Rent. Right. But um, no, I knew that. I feel, and hopefully this isn't a spoiler thing for people who haven't seen it. I feel like I know a character dies, but. <laughs> but you don't know who. Yeah, but I you don't just know, know somebody dies. I feel like somebody dies. Great. Well, there are going to be. I literally know nothing else about it. There are going to be big spoilers in the post, so we'll just warn people of that. Okay. Well, I'm excited. I thought you knew more. No, yeah, (laughs) I, I didn't. It's one for as much of an impact it is on you, and like, and how much you love it. I, for whatever reason. Well, I mean, it's not like I make you sit around listening to musical soundtracks with me, so it's not like you would have picked up a mu- you know, much. Wait, from that's it. not what we do when we just sit and go down <laughs> YouTube wormholes. <laughs> I mean, it is, but how, I don't, I don't make you do that with I me know, super I'm often. It I'm is my kidding. favorite thing in the world to do. I know. And you're crazy if you think when we're done with this, we're not going to watch a bunch of rent <laughs> clips on YouTube. Well, I feel like too, it's going to be one of those things where, as I'm watching, as we're watching it, that I'm going to be like. Oh, okay. I've heard this one. I've heard oh, that one. Oh, yeah. You've you know, definitely I'm, heard I, a lot of It's one of those things. It's probably, I just have, I don't have the association of it actually being from Rent. Right. But I'll be like, oh, I've heard that. I've seen that. I've heard this reference before. Sure. So. And it's going to be people you know, which yeah. is fun too. So yeah, I'm excited to see it. I'm super excited. Also dreading it a little bit because I know how emotional it makes me. But it's like I said, it's been years. Excited to see it. So let's go watch it. That's how it makes me feel. I feel like I'm going to sound congested now because I've been crying. It's a lot. It is a lot. You can now vouch for me. It's a lot, it's right? A, it's a it's a heavy film. So, a heavy musical. Very heavy. But uh, just, I guess, top. What would you think? High notes. All right. So high notes. Let me, th- let me think. Did you like it? I did like it. You weren't really expecting much. Yeah. Because I was you're not of, a big musical person. I like certain musicals like, like what like i like in the heights i did really like that yeah but you've also seen it on stage that's true which i'm Watching sure is a movie a is a way thing. harder to get into a musical yeah yeah because i want what musical musicals 
Well, but like I like La La Land, okay. but that's a little bit more. I'll I'll count lighter, that lighter fare. Yeah, I would say. Heavy musicals, like I've seen Fiddler on the Roof. That one's heavy. Yeah, what is the deal with the Wilson family and Fiddler on the Roof? It's a good it's a good one. <laughs> it seems to come up a lot. It's I mean, because it was that and Sound of Music that I remembered watching the most. Oh god, Sound of Music is too much. <laughs> I've seen Sound of Music a lot. But you know, it, Fiddler on the Roof has got some it's got some bops, I will say. But uh so no, I haven't seen like a ton of musicals and they're and yes, while they're not my favorite i feel like i can appreciate them whenever i do watch them sure and that's kind of how i felt like with this one it was really good i did like it liked it more than i was expecting to did you cry no i didn't cry oh my god i'm sorry how dare you i'm sorry i like as soon as the piano starts in the first song <laughs> i cried literally i did yeah like, tears rolling down my cheeks yeah but uh but no i did i did think it was really good I don't know if it's necessarily, I know this, we normally talk about this at the end, but I don't know if it's necessarily one I feel the need to ha- to watch again, necessarily. Right. But I mean, I can't watch it often either. It's too much. Right. I mean, well, being that it was 14 years ago that you watched it the last time. or Right. 11, how long are you? How, how many years ago was Somebody that? Somebody else do that for no. me. 2007. It doesn't matter. It was a guess anyway. It was a while. And so, uh, you know, but no, I thought it was really good. And the song, the music was really good and everything. Yeah. I know when we started, you're kind of like, don't be bored. I know. One, I feel like every 20 minutes I want to be like, are you bored yet? No, it was good. I did. I did really like it. It didn't feel like a. No, it it wasn't like, (laughs) is this over yet? No, no, it was good. I did like it. Um, Well, tell me what you liked. Other than Rosario. (laughs) 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 Okay, wait. No, don't tell me that. people in the movie? Let's back Um, up. (laughs) Let's go back to my pre-show notes. Okay. So, like I said, most of who you saw were the people who originated their characters. Which that's really cool. I feel like that Super doesn't happen cool. much. No, in, I mean especially, especially since in like they, adaptations of they made from this stage like ten film. years later. Yeah. Um, and then another five or so years after this, some of them went back on stage, which we'll get to. But so Anthony Rapp as Mark, he was the one who originated that role. Adam Pascal originated the role of Roger, which he looks so familiar to me the whole time. Yeah, I'm not sure what in it like, is. I don't know why. The only other thing that I, I know of, we looked at his IMDb, the only other thing I know I've seen him in is School of Rock, but like that I've that. only seen a couple Did you times. Did SLC Punk? No. Okay, I don't have any idea. So I don't know, but I was kind of like, who did I say? We, I said he Maybe. looked like somebody. Oh, Eric when, Christian Olsen. Eric Christian Olsen. Maybe I've just, you've seen clips of him. Maybe so. Maybe, Although I don't. You know what? No. I hope this doesn't ruin it for oh, you. Oh, no. He kind of looks, his hair in this movie does kind of give me the reminders of Eric Christian Olsen. His face, though, a little bit reminds me of Matthew Lillard. Oh, no. he Yeah, he looks a lot like Matthew Lillard. Okay, so yeah. okay, maybe that's what that it was tracks. then, throwing me off then. Wait, isn't Matthew Lillard also in SLC Punk? I don't know. I don't remember that movie. It doesn't matter. I never seen it. Back to Rent. Okay. No one cares. <laughs> Jesse L. Martin, who was Tom Collins. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I did remember him from Law and Order. I guess, yeah, that, that must be what... Same thing. Like, I was like, I know that guy, and I and I know that's what I've seen him in. He was also on Smash, which, of course... You watched it. I was a huge Smash bitch yep, when yep. that came out. <laughs> <laughs> and then rewatched it, I think, last year. Yeah. It was a great quarantine show. Um, Wilson Germain Heredia, who played Angel, also originated the role. Tay Diggs originated the role. Idina Menzel originated the role. So... A crap ton of the original Broadway cast. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. That is really cool. I'm not really sure why Rosario Dawson um, played Mimi in this. Because she's I, hot I and talented. I've told you this like a billion times. <laughs> well, the woman who originated the role, her name is Daphne Rubin Vega. 
you have seen her in some things. She does some movie and TV stuff also in Smash. I'm just going to throw that out there. But she's going to be in the, in the Heights movie, which I know you're excited to see. Yeah, that'll be... Re- I am excited to see that movie. That'll be good. I hope we get it this year. It, no, it is. It's on... It's. Well, I know, but we were supposed to get it last year. No, we are for sure because it's it's one of those coming out same day on HBO Max as it's... So it'll, it's coming out in like June. For real. <laughs> what? Yeah. So you I don't even know have that? to go to no. I don't even have to go to a movie no, theater. No, we'll just watch it. We can just watch oh it here the day it drops. God, I can't imagine <laughs> the tears. Okay, back to rent. Oh, there's going to be a lot of tangents <laughs> in this one. Anyway, so essentially, you watch the original cast minus, let's see, Joanne and Mimi. Oh, okay. Pretty much everybody else was original. Um, and the character who played Joanne has played her also in other iteration so it's not like it was new to her rosario yeah. dawson was basically the only new person and i i i would really love to know why the, i wonder why the original wasn't maybe That's she what wasn't available know. but like yeah, you feel like not. she would make herself available for and that? i hate to say this but maybe she looked too old because mimi is supposed to be so young mm. and this would have been 10 years late. and you know she's like did you notice how thin rosario dawson is yeah. by the end because she's a druggie and oof. so maybe she just wasn't the right fit i don't know Okay, there's <laughs> some background. Yeah. So, what were the things you did like? I thought the music, like all the music, was really fun. Or the of the like the of the songs that were supposed to be fun. I was going to say really, say that. really, um, even Angel's funeral that was fun. <laughs> okay, so there it goes. Angel is the one who died, so I was right there. Yes. Um, yes, someone does die. But uh, technically, Mimi also dies for a second for and then a comes second back in the, at the very end. Yeah, and. But no, like the La Vivo M song was really fun, uh, which you, I had heard before. I was going to say that was one that I had heard before. Um, I was some of it. I did like a lot how the musical tones would change for the person. Mm-hmm. Like whenever Roger, is Roger always was always now, 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 way now, now. more like rock, yeah, and like and he kind of like had that. Person. I mean, it's set, it's set in '89, so it like '80s rock a little bit is what. Yes, he, like, he was very Bon Jovi. Yeah. And so, like, I kind of, I kind of liked how that happened. How the music would change for each person. And you know that that's like a normal thing for musicals, right? Yeah, okay. I do. <laughs> I just saying, I noticed it in this one too. So I'm like, so you know, calling it out. What's fun about Roger though? That guitar line that the that he's like working on kind mm. of throughout the show. That's from Musetta's Waltz, which is referenced in the show in La Vie right. Bohème, which is a song from the original La Bohème opera. Mm. So cool. you know, when we were watching the La Vie Bohème scene, and I told you like. You know how Hamilton, which I realize is like a very new thing and there's tons of Broadway history before it, but Hamilton is the best point, I feel like, reference point for me to explain things to you because you know Hamilton. Yeah. Um, But you know how Hamilton is like chock full of all of these little references to all kinds of shit. Right. That's La Vie Boheme. It is like if you go read the lyrics, it's basically just like a list of taboo things and every single one is a reference to something yeah i, ju- I just love little things like that yeah that's very it's, it's smart writing yeah uh let's see so i like that a lot i did like too how it's like it is a, de- a depressing story and you know in, in a in a in a not dark story but it's, just like heavy. i would say it's dark yeah but it is still but also uplifting. Just, yeah uplifting and like how they all come together and they like make the well, best the of whole, what they of what they can in their relationships with each other and yeah you know and so like that is inspiring and it's about community and taking care of each other right. and Mimi's whole storyline is about like living for the moment and not worrying about the past or the future but like you and me are the only thing that's here right now so live for that right 
So no, I liked I liked its themes and I liked its its overall messages and everything like that. And the music was, re- and like I said, the music was really good too. Had some funny funny parts, like in the like when uh, C- Collins brings Angel to Mark and Roger's apartment at the very first time. Look at you already knowing characters, you know, just so proud, away, locked away, and uh, brings Angel to their apartment for the first time and gives them money. And I was like, wait, so Angel just got this money and they gives him. <laughs> Just is handing it's just it like out. Handing cash out, yeah. But then it's we find out later that it's because, or in that same song, it's because Angel was hired by somebody to annoy or kill a neighbor's dog, an Akita, <laughs> an Akita. <laughs> Sorry, Fender. <laughs> and so, um, which was then really funny that that's, and then it comes to find out later that it was Benny Tay Diggs's dog mm-hmm. <laughs> and the they, landlord who's like the man yeah. they're standing up against yeah and so and that was pretty funny because then they're like oh shit yeah <laughs> that was like, very funny very i did not remember land. that uh so, i didn't remember that the dog was benny's yeah, i don't know how that was pretty funny so uh so no so i think there were just a lot of things about it and it just it was just heavy but like uplifting at the same time so i feel right. like that was a a, a good pairing I were there say. any songs you would add to a playlist um no not really <laughs> damn this isn't yeah no i don't really think so from uh, this one okay i get it what about the characters were there people that you liked more than others i know that something we should lead that conversation off with is that sorry everybody get ready for a real hot take that's no, not gonna be popular no one be mad but we just aren't the biggest idina menzel fans, fans. <laughs> just <laughs> neither of us have ever really loved her i've never been much of a wicked person I've seen Wicked. Yeah. It wasn't my favorite. I don't. I just don't think I get it. She like ruined my life when Glee was on, and she was Rachel Berry's mom. All of a sudden, I hated that storyline so much. <laughs> and we are not Disney people. We are not Frozen people. So we just. Well, I'll say I'm more a little more of a Disney person. Okay, I'm yes. not a Frozen person. Not a Frozen person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just don't love her. And I knew Maureen is kind of an obnoxious character anyway. So I knew that her, wasn't going to be her, great. Ooh, her first song was rough. Her, her, her like protest. Cow jumped over the moon. I, I did not like that. The whole art show protest I think is cringy. Yeah. It's so weird. It was weird. It's like art for art's sake. I don't. I can't even put a finger on necessarily why I, I don't like Adina Menzel. Like. I don't know that I can either. She, she has a very good voice. You yeah, can't of deny course. that. She's, of course, insanely talented. Yeah, but just for I whatever reason. It was overexposure. Yeah, I think so. We uh, heard that stupid Frozen song too much, and it made us hate her. Yeah. But she's not terrible in this. No, she, her char- no. You don't see her character a ton. I was kind of thinking, I was like, oh, no, if she is like at, at the art show the whole time, I, <laughs> it's going to be rough. But Well, then she shows I, that's her. That's like her, her most, that's like the like highest point of her annoyingness in this for me and then and she so, shows her butt during la vie bohème yeah, and you were helps. like well maybe i don't hate her so much <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so no i yeah i can't really put my finger on it but yeah that is that what was, did you think about take me or leave me the song she sings to joanne at the end at their engagement party yeah that was really good did you like that I, another one i'd heard before but i think well, from yeah. from youtube clips and stuff we'd watched before yeah well a handful of these songs have been off and on my playlist over the last 10 years. So right. you've definitely heard definitely a lot of them. them. Yeah. Um, that song was always one of my favorites. I just think it's really fun. And I like the message, I guess. But I also like that it's Maureen singing at Joanne. And then it flips and it's Joanne singing at Maureen. Right. I just always. It's not like song. they they both have. They both have the thing that, you know, that about the other that is. 
that they're not necessarily thrilled of. And it's right. like, well, it's who I am. So you have to take me for that. I love that. I, that, that song was just always one of my favorites. Were there any songs that you particularly liked? I mean, La Vie Bohème is, is very fun. Super so fun, like, right? you have to like that one. Do you want to learn know. all the lyrics? <laughs> That's a lot of lyrics. That was um, what we did in high school. The few friends who also loved Rent and I would just like listen to La Vie Bohème. And I still remember every single lyric to mm-hmm. it. It's a lot. Um, I did like. What else? Did, did I like? you like Light My Candle? I thought it was okay. Mimi singing to Roger. Um, what about the one he sang just before that one song, Glory, which is like his real rock star <laughs> moment? I know, it really was. <laughs> uh, I did like Santa Fe, Restaurant in Santa Fe. Okay, that one, yeah. That one was good. That's one I, that's been off and on my playlist over the years. I really like that one, I think, too, because it was like a fun setting that it was all sang inside the, the streetcar. Mm-hmm, the subway. The subway. And, so that and was, it's Collins. Collins, I think, has the... I think Collins is my favorite, honestly. The best voice in the show, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think, I think he's definitely my favorite. That's um, fun. I love that you love Collins. I always... The Collins Angel storyline has always been the one that I had the softest spot for. Like, oh yeah. Roger and Mimi, sure, he is clean and loves the drug addict. Whatever. <laughs> Tell us all this time. <laughs> Mark got dumped by Maureen, who's now do- dating Joanne. Who cares, yeah. you know? But Angel and Collins always really got me. I love their love story so much. Well, it's just because it's, Which is, it's almost so like if Angel hadn't found Collins in the in the alley, like they wouldn't have met. It was right. like, it's like one of those. It's very like chance, very chance, but it had the biggest impact on the group as a whole. Well, in their story and my obsession with them is why the um, version of I'll cover you that Collins sings at Angel's funeral just completely wrecks. Yeah, me. you were crying it, pretty hard. Yeah, <laughs> so intense. I don't even want to talk about it. But that's my that that song is my favorite from the soundtrack by far. Mm. Um, but I think it's followed closely by Santa Fe as a close second. Oh, nice. So I guess I am also just a really big Collins fan. Um, what did you think? Also, about- isn't Tom Collins a drink? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about Anthony Rapp as the lead, Mark? I want to say this is probably the first, maybe only thing I've seen Anthony Rapp. Rapping? No! What else have I seen him in? He's in Dazed and Confused. Oh no, Jarrett. I don't remember <laughs> him in that. He well, he looks entirely different. Hang, okay, hang on. L- don't worry, everybody. I'm googling to show Jarrett. I have seen Dazed and Confused at one time though. Um. Well, he's got long hair. Oh, so that maybe but might be why I don't remember him. I've seen him in things. Just this is the first thing that I've seen him in any like large capacity of a role. Well, yeah, of course he's the lead. Another fun random cast thing we spotted was that when Collins and Angel and Mark go to the AIDS support group for the first time, one of the guys in the group, and it's a small group, it's only like six or eight people, one of the guys looked super familiar, so we had to look him up, and turns out he's in Mighty Ducks 2, (laughs) (laughs) which we just watched last year, and I didn't remember, like, you know, his character barely has a name, but he does sing later in the show. I didn't. I didn't remember him at all, but that was just kind of fun. And he had a great voice. He yeah. did sing a couple songs. I thought that was fun. We love a spotting of a random character actor that nobody knows. <laughs> okay. Do you have anything else you'd like to say? No, I think that pretty much covers we my move thoughts. On? So you did overall enjoy it. Yeah. I'm so glad. I feel so relieved. I was afraid you were going to hate it like I 
don't understand Star Wars when we finish a Star Wars movie. <laughs> and I feel like the look in your eyes is just defeat that I'm like, just I don't get dying. it. Because <laughs> this is the closest thing I have to that. Um, okay. Well, there are a couple of other things I want to touch on. So the Broadway Cross America show came to Austin in the 08, 09 season when I was in school. And I went and saw it with a friend and Anthony Rapp and Adam Pascal were playing the leads. That's so pretty cool. I got to see them on stage. And I do remember at the time being like, wow, that's nuts that I, you know, I mean, we don't live in New York. We don't get to see original Broadway casts like ever. Mm-hmm. I, when I got to see Hamilton finally in New York, it, it was like maybe two people from the original cast, you know, from the, you know, cast recordings. Those are the voices that you tend to know. So getting to see people who originated roles in a show this big now feels so monumental. Like I hope Mm -hmm. I really took that in at the time now that it's been so long. I don't remember, but I just hope that I really appreciated it because that's so cool. Yeah. And very rare. Yeah. I'm not going to get that option again, probably. Okay. Also, um, I know Fox and ABC and NBC keep doing these weird live musical things that never go well. And have you watched any of them with me? I feel a like couple. probably not. I watched the Rocky Horror one. Oh, Rocky Horror. Oh. Another musical I oh, actually like. There's a musical you really love. I actually love. really love. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. Um, I knew it existed. I, knew, I know. I'll I was get thinking, you I couldn't in. Think, I couldn't think of. I Let knew me there just was a couple find more that I forgot. And I feel like we mentioned another one. Oh, Hamilton. That I've. Even though I haven't watched it in its entirety, I've heard it in its entirety. Yeah, but um, you're not like a Hamilton bitch. Yeah, no. You didn't no. even watch it yet. I'm Rocky Horror bitch. But that's true. You are a very Rocky Horror bitch. So maybe. Maybe there are other musicals out there and we just haven't found them yet. Yeah. I have watched all of these weird live musical TV things. And. Oh, I was just going to say, I do feel like I I saw maybe like a bits and pieces of the rent one. I feel like you've, pr- you probably saw bits and pieces of most of them because yeah. I would watch them, you know, like out here on our only TV. Um, They're never great, but I have enjoyed all of them Um, with the rent one, which was just last year. Two years ago? I don't remember. I saw on the IMDb. Yeah. Oh, okay. 2019. Um, it didn't go as planned at all. And what we actually watched wasn't a live show because the poor guy who played Roger ended up breaking his foot, like maybe in a dress rehearsal or the morning of or something like that. So they ended up airing a taped version of it. Um, but <laughs> I want to talk about Jordan Fisher. Okay. Let's do that. He was cast, <laughs> And I know this is kind of a crossover for us because he's in the Twitch world. Yeah. So you're aware of Jordan Fisher. Well, I mean, and I knew who I knew who he was from musical Broadway, like at, from his acting stuff first. And right. Then, yes. Then he started trickling over and playing playing the old video games with some of my favorite <laughs> streamers. So I, like I've been exposed to him there too. Right. Yeah. Which is fun. That I is like fun. that. That's something that, like, I like that we both know about him from our own worlds. Yeah. So he was cast as Mark in mm-hmm. the TV version. And similarly was also cast as Dear Evan or as Evan Hansen and Dear Evan Hansen. Knowing what you know about Ben Platt and knowing what you know now that you have seen Rent and you right. have seen Anthony Rapp in action, how do you feel about Jordan Fisher cast as Mark Cohen? Isn't that interesting? It is an interesting choice, I feel like, because yes, I feel like he's, Jordan Fisher just has an air of cool around him. He's so cool. Yeah. He's too cool to and, be Mark Cohen. And yeah, Mark, Anthony Rapp played him... Like even in like Lovey Bohem and stuff like that, he's like dancing on the table by himself, and you're oh just my like, God, so and, funny. He, and he just looks so just like he's in, like in his in own his world, element, but like and out of so it too dorky at the same time. and yeah. very funny, and not meaning to be. 
thing. But right. Jordan Fisher is like the opposite of that in every aspect. Yeah, and so, Ben Platt also too. In you know, just from what I've seen of Ben Platt and everything, he he seems like a more uh, not 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 demure demure. That's not the right word, but like more. He's more not reserved, cool like more, Jordan Fisher. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. The, it's the cool factor, right? But the characters of Evan Hansen and Mark Cohen have no cool. Like that's the point, right. Of Dear Evan Hansen. So I just thought that that was a super interesting oh, casting like decision. Hansen. What? I like Dear Evan Hansen. We went to go see it. <gasps> we did go see Dear Evan Hansen. Nancy, I've seen musicals. <laughs> I know what's up. I liked that one. I like them. It's How just did maybe we forget? not all of them are, are like, you know, are hits to me. Well, and you, oh, you haven't seen a musical in New York. We saw a, a, a show. We saw a show. What we saw, is that I mean, called? In the Heights. A, a, a play. We saw In the Heights in London. We did see In the Heights in London, which was the most amazing production i would say it was almost as cool as seeing hamilton in the richard rogers theater it was such a good production it mm-hmm. was such an interesting little theater um but so the only thing you've seen in new york was when we went and saw uh, waiting no for Man- godot and no man's land and no man's land with uh, i mean sir patrick stewart and sir Ian mckellen which so was, i mean yes hello an amazing stage That's awesome. and billy crudup yeah billy hello. crudup and some other guy that i can't remember the name of yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I was there for Patrick Stewart and Amy McKellen. <laughs> That's what we did on our honeymoon. <laughs> let us tell you of all the places we've traveled to see shows. Oh, let me sit my tea with my pinky out. <laughs> that show really did feel like that. It felt it very was. fancy. It, it was a very fancy show. I couldn't quite. We spent a lot of money on those tickets, but it was so cool to get to go. And I didn't understand what was happening in either of the shows until the last line was delivered. And I literally went, oh, oh. But that's the point. I was, I am not smart enough. <laughs> don't ask me what theater. that last line was because I don't remember anymore. It was something about No Man's Land. Yeah. No, or it was something, it was one of the titles. Yeah. I don't remember which one because it was like a two for one show. Anyway. Anyway. Again. Rent. Another tangent. <laughs> sorry. Um. So I know I've, I have made you watch a lot of some of these clips, but I, I do want to show you Jordan Fisher and La Vie Boheme because it's a totally different experience because he is so much cooler as Mark Cohen and it yeah. totally changes the song, but it's very fun. They did that song really well. They did take me or leave me very well. And that's really all I remember. It's, I haven't watched it since it aired. Um, but there were some aspects to that, that I feel like they did really, really well at Vanessa Hudgens played Maureen and was so good and was so hot, uh, which, you know, of course was fun. Um, but that brings me to the fact that Jarrett and I are true nerds in every sense of the word. We have had this conversation before. I just had that moment where it was really weird that I was talking about us and looking <laughs> at you. <laughs> we we talk about this all the time, how a new Star Wars movie will come out and the critics shit on it and then everyone shits on it. And here's Jarrett saying like, I liked it. It's Star Wars. He's cool I'm with not going to complain. He enjoys it. But I... Th- it feels like the whole world is just this like echo chamber on the internet where one person says something and then everyone just agrees. And here's Jarrett and I just thinking how much we loved that thing that everybody shat on. Mm -hmm. Like I sure they're totally different than the original trilogy and the prequels are way different, but because it's star Wars, Jarrett really loves it. Oh yeah. I mean, has there been anything star Wars that you have hated? No, that's what I thought. Never will be. And these newer (laughs) movies coming out, aren't people hating them? Oh, yeah, like the sequel trilogy, like every other day, another Twitter war fires up about if The Last Jedi is good or not. Spoiler alert, The Last Jedi is good. <laughs> so, you know, it's just like, and true, like some, uh, how I look at it is like, think these things may not be 
as strong as other entries. Like I will say, like sure. Rise of Skywalker may not be the strongest of the Star Wars films. Well, or even and we like, can agree that like it's maybe not my favorite exactly. or it's not the best, but I still enjoy it. But it's more it. Star Wars. So yeah. hell yes. Of course. I'm going to watch it and I'm going to love it. I love that about you. I love it about you. Well, I, yeah, I feel the same thing. That's why I was saying, I know that these live TV musicals have not done well, but I have enjoyed all of them. Yeah, because it's things you love. And this is totally different, but same in my head. I know that the Sex in the City movies <laughs> <laughs> have not done well, especially the second one. I don't care. I love it. It's exactly what the, I wanted. And the reboot that's coming back, of right? Of course I'm going to watch the reboot. I hope they replace Samantha Jones with some other interesting character and they don't just like... Drop her. Ignore that there's only three of them now. Yeah. But of course I'm going to watch it and I'm probably going to really love it. Even yeah. if two episodes air and it gets canceled because everybody hates it. I am going to love those two episodes because that's the kind of fan I am. Yeah. Preach, girl. I've been wanting to talk about that. That actually is why we ended up doing Rent because I wanted to talk about how important (laughs) Rent is to me. Oh, okay. Do you have anything else? Uh, That that was all my points. All your big points? Yeah. Um, I don't really feel like we even need to go into the story that much because my... It's it's known, you know, kind of thing. Well, and my... I didn't even take notes as we watched it because my thoughts haven't changed. It is a very important show to me. Every scene, actor, performance, song, dance, everything about it, I'm obsessed with and still really love. It held up super well for me. Yeah. Um, I don't care how cheesy Roger walking through the mountains in Santa Fe <laughs> That's, is. Okay. That was <laughs> hilarious. Because, I love like, it he, all. He does eventually, Roger does go after Angel dies. He does go to New Mexico to like start a new kind of thing. Cause right. everybody's, that's like everybody kind of like has a falling out with, yeah. every, with, with each other. And yeah, he is, he and uh, Mark are singing the song living, living or what's well, it? Something in America. Living is in America. Living in America. Dying in America. Yeah. I can remember if it was living or dying in America. Well, you know, I don't actually think it's called either of those. Um, they say that in the course. Yes. And so, you know, it might just Mark be the is finale. singing it from Mark is singing it from New York. Roger singing it from New Mexico, and there's just this random scene, I guess, to to parallel Mark walking through the streets of these busy, packed streets of New York. There's just a scene, a shot where Roger is just randomly walking through the mountains singing, and for whatever reason, it's just like I know that's a thing probably people cheesy. do, but it, it, it just hit and was really funny. I don't know and why. like it doesn't help that Roger has, like we said, like the very John Bon Jovi feathery yeah. hair, and it was definitely of its time, right? But it was but that part was pretty funny. Well, I'm glad overall you enjoyed it. Um, I think I would have been more than crushed if it ended and you were like, I don't get it. Or I was terrible. After we finished Star Wars. Just kidding. (laughs) I've never said (laughs) I I don't get I mean I know. You probably have said I don't get it because I literally don't understand. I know, but but I always appreciate though and love that you have a bunch of questions because you're trying to understand it. And that makes me feel happy. And I like the just to clear that up too, I liked the sequels. <laughs> I thought they were quite enjoyable. Yeah. Just as movies in general, maybe yeah. not in the whole Star Wars canon because I don't understand all of that, but I liked them. All that is to say, we're real fans. That's right. Come at us, <laughs> but don't because you'll lose. <laughs> okay, let's get but back no, to... But no, I'm, but I'm, I'm really glad. My my final wrap-up thing is is I know, is I'm glad that I finally did get to see it. And, I, and it's one of those things too. I think it's the enjoyment by proxy also, whereas I know how much it means to you. And so I was really glad to get to watch it and, and experience something that holds such a high, that you hold in such high regard. So that well, was, it was a lot very of fun. sweet of you to like snuggle me as I'm bawling at <laughs> Angel's funeral. It just makes my 
queer little theater loving heart pitter patter quite hard still even though it was however many years ago yeah I hope it. Well, some, it's fun too. It's like, like you said, you w- were singing the so- the lines, trying to learn all the lines, you know, with your high school friends, and then that's just something that then you got to see it, you know, the, yeah. you got the TV, the live TV version that you've got showing it to me. Yeah, I need more versions, more versions of Rent, please. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll get to see it on stage someday because I would love. Yeah, I would for sure go see it. on I don't stage know if with it's you. one that travels still. It might not, but I mean, also right now, right. nothing in the nothing world is. exists. Okay, well then, let's do. I know what your answer is going to be. It's not even mm. worth asking. Do you want to do all the whole cast? Who's hotter? Yeah. Whole cast of who's hotter. Or should we? Who's hotter of the whole cast? Okay. We're going to do a few different iterations then. So the first one is just overall whole cast. Who is the hottest? Obviously, everybody knows your answer. But we got to say it anyway. Are you ready? Three, yeah. two, one. Rosario Tay Diggs. Dawson. Like, how do you pick anybody over Tay Like, Diggs? how do you pick anybody over Rosario <laughs> Dawson? See. Okay. What about... Roger. She Ver- was in Star Wars. Is she? She's Ahsoka Tano in The Mandalorian. What's Ahsoka Tano? I'll show you later. Is she one where you like actually see her yeah. or is she like alien? I mean, she is an alien. Yes, but you can see it's her. I don't remember you telling me that. Oh, I don't know. Is yeah. it one of the, is it in the first season when second, I watched? No, you, oh. second season. Oh, guess we got to watch The Mandalorian season two. <laughs> okay. Stop trying to take over Rent with Star Wars. I'm sorry. Damn it. I'm sorry. Okay, you what about Rosario Dawson into the conversation? What about Mark and Roger? Who's the hottest? Three, two, one. Roger. Roger. <laughs> I guess it's just the rock star appeal. Yeah. Okay, and then out of Maureen and Joanne, who's the hottest? Three, two, one. Joanne. Joanne, yeah. I like Joanne's weird lawyer suits that are like billowy because it was the nineties. Well, the, and then like the one when uh, she and. Mark are doing the Maureen Tango song oh. and she takes her jacket off. And she's wearing the, like the suspenders and everything. Too. Yeah. I thought that was a, a very fun, like eighties. Well, and in take, Wall take Street. me or leave me. She rips off her jacket too. And she's just got a vest and nothing on. Underneath oh yeah. That's it. true too. It's pretty hot. Yeah. Did you like Tango Maureen? I thought, I always thought that number was very fun. It's fun. It was fun. Yeah. Okay. That was all. Sorry. I forgot to ask that earlier. Sorry. Okay. That was it. That's it. That's Is there, are there any hot? other hot people you want to talk about? Mm. <laughs> No, that was it. I mean, right. I mean, overall, yes, the ca- the cast is attra- is very attractive. Yeah, but like, they are. I mean, it's also hard to not find people attractive when they can like sing and dance like that. Yeah, that's true too. Well, that was a fun episode. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, like I said, I would have been pretty heartbroken if you didn't like it. And I hope that all of you listening also love Rent. <laughs> because I don't know how you don't love this show. I do get that it's like kind of a lot... And now we've all seen it referenced so many places. But if you go back to the heart and watch the actual show, it's still so good. Mm -hmm. And it's such an important story. It was maybe a little real, like I said earlier, to watch during a global pandemic. It's kind of a lot. It's an emotional roller coaster for sure. But I want to know what you think about it. If you still love Rent, if you aren't a theater person and it's the one show you love, I don't know. Let me know. I'm curious. So Jarrett's now caught up on the culture that is Rent. Don't forget, we're on Twitter and Instagram at Catch Up Culture. Let us know your thoughts on Rent. Thanks for listening and come back in a couple weeks for another Culture Catch Up Cinematic Adventure. 